This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne, and I'm ready to present to you the weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture news. This is your go-to supplemental source. Yes, go-to and supplemental source. Both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you may have missed with a little added context to the mix. Our teaser graphic, if you're watching the video, has Mr. Steven Tyler. We'll talk about some bad things going on with him right now, plus eight, or sorry, nine other stories from the past weekend, plus a little extra going forward. These are stories that you vetted as conversational, and then we crafted into this cast for the morning. We'll get into more details on how that happens, but you can go find out more and more, more about that by just going to our website, This is a Conversation Project. Dot com and you can see all the details on where we are, how we do this, things like that. Plus, uh, stick around after the headlines. We do have do a little business, kind of sell some stuff, and some fun stuff at the end. So stick around for all that. Ten headlines for this Monday morning, Monday the sixth uh, of November, two thousand twenty-three. Let's get into the headlines. Let's get into the news for today. Starting off with headline number one, right off the bat, Stephen Tyler accused of mauling and groping teen model in new. This is a new sexual assault. Uh, lawsuit. Stephen Tyler is being sued by sexual abuse by former team model Jeannie Bellino. Bellino claimed that Tyler forced her inside a phone booth, which kind of tells you how long it was, and put his tongue down her throat, groped her and removed her clothing, and humped her, pretending to have sex with her. Tyler has been accused of sexual assault for the second time in less than a year by a former team model. Uh, Bellino claims that Tyler rubbed his penis against her and that he was not wearing underwear. This gets extremely graphic, extremely bad, extremely fast. And as you said, this is a second suit in the last year. The first one filed, uh, one was filed in 2019. And the California law gave an adult victim's childhood sexual assault a three-year window of lawsuits, which is why a lot of lawsuits from former people, former teens in, in the past, People are now suing a lot of people in these cases. Here's one where Steven Tyler's being hit with two of these right now. Aerosmith dealing with the bad news of not touring because he's having issues with his throat still. But this does not, this definitely adds to the sort of the rancor of what's going on with the band and with Mr. Tyler himself in the what's going on of, of things going forward. Let's go on to the next story for this morning. That one, the headline reading Al Pacino, 83, to pay. 29-year-old girlfriend, Noor Afala, $30,000, 30K a month in child support. Los Angeles judge ordered Afala to pay $110,000 up front and $13,000 for a night nurse to make up for the 15000 yearly deposits into the education fund for the youngest son. But in the meantime, Pacino, Pacino say that three times fast, is happy about the baby a very special miracle daughter but in order to get the money going forward uh so up front that money's going in there to take care of the child for life in the meantime the big money is coming from mr pacino that's three hundred thirty thousand dollars numbers aren't working so well this morning three zero 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 a month in child support that sounds like a lot but al pacino worth that much and for right now so it seems like it's the fitting a number that's one of the things in child support. It's based on the actual earnings of the husband, earning of the person getting support, I say not always the husband. And sometimes it's been unfair. People with a lot more money should get a lot more money, even if the person doesn't need, the baby really doesn't need $30,000 for diapers and milk. Your mileage may vary. Hundreds of migrants are leaving to join the Mexico migrant caravan. Let me read it back. Hundreds leave to join Mexico migrant caravan headed to U.S. Let's get that proper. This is a Reuters article that we pulled from yesterday. And a smaller caravan of migrants have left the southern Mexico city of Tapacalula on Sunday. And they're heading to the U.S. southern border. 
Margaret's are walking along the road, just taking their time, slowly walking together for safety purposes and just numbers in general to, to be together as they make their way to hopefully enter the U.S. border. Chances are they will not. Now, this is not the violent caravan of migrants that we talked about a couple of years past, although this is a caravan of migrants. Uh, but it is a large number of migrants, large number of people who are passing on the fact of Mexico sending them back. And they're moving forward to try to get back to the U.S. To back into the United States uh, for a mass protest, mass press, mass uh, entry into the United States. We'll see how this thing plays out going forward and how we'll be able to deal with it. Us, U.S. will deal with it when we get here and how Mexico can deal with it while they are traveling through the streets of their nation. YouTube may now completely disable your video playback if you're using an ad blocker. Uh, we had a couple of articles on this in the past couple days, and this was a big deal. Now, YouTube is in an all-out assault, all-out war with ad blockers, and they are making it so that many people have decided to give up and surrender and get rid of their ad blockers. What they're forcing people to do, what they're trying to force people to do, is to buy their premium products, YouTube TV and, of course, YouTube Premium, which eliminates most of the ads anyway i up for just for full disclosure have a long time um subscriber of payer of youtube premium and youtube tv mostly because i have a child and i don't want her watching all the ads so i just pay to have the ads go away and i just monitor what she watches and give her a regular account and, and do those things in this case people are finding out that they're playing ads and they don't play or at least they're playing videos they don't play because the ad blockers are blocked and they're finding out if they do have ads, if you have if you go to an account or click on something and I see when I'm not logged into a, a computer and it plays ads, it plays longer ads to make up for it. Now, many ad blockers are still working and doing what they can to sort of circumvent and get better at it. The algorithm is getting better at the algorithm, if you will. But for most cases, YouTube is doing what it can to stop the ad blockers and keep you out of the actual app, the out of the actual videos, unless you pay for a premium plan. Couple, couple news. A couple of couple news. This one not so good for the business. Next one not so good for the couple. Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard's company files for bankruptcy, one hundred million dollars in debt. Hello, Bello, a baby products company co-founded by Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard, filed for bankruptcy due to high shipping and production costs. Hildred Capital Management has offered to buy the company out of bankruptcy for about sixty-five million dollars. With other potential bidders also interested. Bell and Shepard created the company to provide affordable products to parents, distributing over one million diapers in its first year. That sounds great, but as you heard from the headline, they're a million dollars in debt, and so it's companies who are trying to get this other fire sale and keep it going and do whatever they can to make it keep make it work. Um, probably not going to kill the brand. Probably going to do more to actually improve the brand, doing things for less, if you will. But a celebrity couple came up with a company that was great for a time, and it's a it's a failure. It was in in business sense it's a failure. I mean, it did what it did, but it did not it did not sustain itself. This is one of those things that shows you and I, as business people and entrepreneurship, that sometimes just because you've got all what's going behind you to make it work, you can't always necessarily make it work. This next one is a sad one about not making it work, and this is still in the rumor stage. So Dwayne Wade and Gabriel. Real Union reportedly headed for divorce. This we posted this early in the weekend, and this is a couple uh, articles came out about this, and it all state things that these are the rumors, the innuendos coming from the sources, and we all know the sources are sometimes just trying to get their names in the paper and get a little bit of payment. But the former Miami Heat superstar Dwayne Wade and his actress wife, wife Gabrielle Union are thought to be headed towards divorce. Social media posts have focused on themselves and their daughter, and not on them together. 
Uh, it's been one of those things. You see, it, they've actually seen the win out without its ring. An actress has posted some cryptic, cryptic messages on uh, Instagram as well, and so we'll find out how this thing plays out. It may be something we're playing, putting more into than we should be, but it may be something that's more to it. Now, while it is their business, this is a a, a video cast, a podcast that deals with conversational things. Oddly enough, dealing with people's business since getting into things that probably we should be into. So the rumors in your window make this a big story to talk about. Now, they're probably going to stick around together for many reasons. A lot, they have a lot of business concerns that are wrapped in together. And, of course, you know, one of the things being there, I don't know if they have a stake in it, but they do commercials. They do a lot of commercials together at because they're a cute couple and all those things. If they're breaking away from things, we will see how that plays out and how they can break away from all their doings together. New York Marathon runner to make her history with the 44th consecutive race at 80. We are congratulating Connie Brown, who hitting 80 years old, or is about to hit 80 years old, and has run 43 consecutive New York City marathons and will run her 44th on Sunday. Uh, it is um, kind of amazing. First started running marathons in 1978, and she's been running the New York City Marathon for 44 years. So she did it this past weekend. I don't know what her actual score was, how she did, but I'm sure she did fine. And, of course, my excuse is I got a bad ankle. Her excuse, there is no excuse, get your butt up and go running. She actually started running back when she was playing basketball and heard that running was good for her stamina, turned that into a long-distance running, turned that into her first marathon, like we said, in 78, and she's been doing this thing for a long, long time. In debate news, in political news, we are officially um, less than a year away, 364 days away from the election. It's November the 5th, 2024. On this day, the the or coming up, or actually tomorrow, I guess, Tuesday, uh, the first election day uh, for what's going on in this year, because it always happens. November in November is always election time, even if there's nothing running for, the, running for anything. Slow down. Only debate from the Mississippi governor's race begins, brings insults, interruptions from Reeves and Presley. The two people, Mich- Mississippi Republican Governor Tate Reeves and Democratic challenger Brandon Presley, Basically, yelled at each other for about an hour in a debate they had. One debate to find out who's going to be the next governor of Mississippi. Why Mississippi's got an off-year election? I'm not exactly sure why they have an off-year election for this one. But many states do have off-year elections so they can deal with the major elections at the same uh, by, by themselves. Because there'll be a lot of senators, a lot of representatives, and, of course, the president going up in 2014. So Mississippi is going to jump on things. So there's a lot of places where the fate of the world as we've been saying, all these things are up in play for right now. There's plenty of places where the who's running the House, who's running the Senate, who's running the governorship, who's going to be in charge of things going forward to make sure things work well or not so well in the next election year, 2024, are happening as they're being voted in right now, be sworn in in January. And Jeff Bezos wrapping up with him, is leaving Seattle after 34 years. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is moving to Miami to be close to his parents, his partner, and Cape Canaveral, where he does space stuff, I guess. And this, uh, his, 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 basically his, his shifting is increasingly just focus is shifting on other things. And so at this point, uh, he doesn't need to be in Seattle. He needs to be someplace else. His parents live in Florida, so it's there. His partner, his girlfriend, who who was from uh, California, who lives in Florida for some reason. And there's nice ways to deal with space. 
because they have launching pads there. Jeff Bezos is pulling up stakes from Seattle, but trust me, he's doing fairly well, so I think he'll be okay. And finally, we have the final news and nail in the coffin for what would be, I guess, the Arrowverse of shows, even though this one not technically an Arrowverse show. CW, Superman, and Lois has been canceled officially. Ten episode season this year is the wrap-up, the end of the era for the CW, wrapping up its superhero uh, obsession, uh, where it had a lot of shows that had nice, young-looking people being superheroes that brought in the ratings supposedly even though we look into the ratings and essentially the average viewer of the cw at least right now is like a 50 year old woman not the young demographics that you think would pull in to see supergirl and arrow and the flash that's why those shows are gone also the legacy of those shows have sort of passed so a new era of tv for superhero shows may come up in the next couple of years in the next batch of whatever is semi-syndication shows will do this but uh, the very popular show which started off like, like a fire then of course as these things went it just sort of died down some issues inside of the staff some of the losing some of the actual key characters in fact cutting the budget so much that many of the key characters aren't actually in many of the episodes this season 10 episode season finale episode uh, finale of the series is ongoing right now in the apologies errors and omissions section i apologize for being tired and mumbling the words so there's that uh no real errors to go through but we do have one omission one story we want to pop in there quickly that we need to talk about and that's going to be something we'll probably update today because well Two stories, actually. Number one, the 14th Amendment challenges to Trump's candidacy are likely to go to the Supreme Court. We had an article this weekend that talked about all the challenges. There's a handful of challenges, one in Colorado specifically, but many of them on the books may be going somewhere that will, if they turn into something, will turn into something the Supreme Court will have to actually deal with at some point in time. And they will rule on whatever, whether Trump is actually even viable to be a candidate for the presidency kind of late in the game to do this as it is you know less than a year till that election day and he's right now the main candidate for the republicans but we'll see how that plays out what we don't know have as a what we don't have as a as an article per se is the fact that donald trump will be in court today he will sit for the jury Actually, not the jury. Sit for the judge in his case against the Trump uh, company, the Trump the, the entity, the actual Trump company, to see whether it will exist or not exist. He's going to take the stand today. His sons took the stand last week, and Ivanka will take the stand sometime this week. Is playing out. Of, of all the family members, she's not in the filing she's not actually having any charges against her because she moved out of new york long ago past the uh, statute of limitations but because the other three were new york citizens up until last year trump famously moved to florida to change after he you know became president they are still liable for a lot of stuff including the fact that the company can no longer operate period no more company no more money no more trump trump the story we have for our teaser today, which is a story that we can possibly talk about for tomorrow, is this headline. George Santos, a man who once called himself Jewish, now claims he can totally prove his grandparents were Holocaust survivors. Why is this important? Well, the whole teaser thing and the whole feeds thing is what makes this important. We are asking you as members of the conversation, Illuminati, little, 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 Members of the Conversation fan clubs, 
folks that follow the conversation to follow us on our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation or X because they call it X sometimes. If you go to those websites, we have those pages there. Those links there are little profiles on the sites that we post every 50 minutes new news stories or sometimes updated news stories just stories every 50 minutes or so for you to engage in and it's very simple if you like it you love it you hate it you share it you click whatever little button corresponds read it do what you can to it the more engagement the story gets better chance we have of talking about it in the next episode today we gave you 10 stories from the weekend over a 90 stories for the weekend so we gave you an extra two stories to get in for the start of the week for the rest of the week, Tuesday through Friday, we'll give you eight stories. The top 15 stories of the day will get consideration to give you those eight stories. And you just follow us on our feeds and tell us what to talk about. Your words or your actions tell me what words are coming out of my mouth every single weekday morning and for the weekend shows as well. Where Spotlight sponsor this morning is Blinkist. And for people who are looking for a quick jaunt into the news, today was a little rambly, so apologies for that. We think Blinkist is what you'll be into for a quick jaunt into books. If you don't have time to catch up on books, Blinkist can fix that. Blinkist takes long-form books, regular books, and doesn't just abridge them. It gives you the actual detail, the bits and pieces, the actual meat and potatoes, not just you know the sides and whatever. It gives you what you need, the pure pieces of the stories appear pieces of information for autobiographies and for uh, nonfiction books and you can read them in their blink form or you can listen to them in audio form in the blinks where it will take a book that may take four hours you can get it down in 15 minutes you can read and listen at the same time you can also share the love of blinkist with other people who don't have to pay for it blinkist spaces allows you to create a space where you can share blinks with other people and enjoy them together check it out at our website this it's a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversationproject.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversationproject.com slash B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist is a great app. You must install it and use it as an affiliate link. We get a cutback when you install the app. So check it out. We are looking for you to love Blinkist and love it via our link. So we get a little help with our processing here for the conversation. You can also help the conversation by just being a good pal. The Conversation Project lives online at this is the conversationproject.com. Make sure you're following us on our feeds because that's what makes things go around here. We have no show. We have no, no website. If you're not getting the information from you, you are the special sauce in the conversation. It's not just me picking news stories and going along with them. It's me picking stories out there for you to vet and me then going from the ones that you say are uh, more conversational. Go to your email. Email us at the conversation inbox at gmail.com. Email us and tell us what's a good thing to talk about, what's a great thing to do, because we will do what we can to make things better. And stop by our partnerships page if you want to get a direct line into how to make things better. We are asking for your help. Go to the partnerships page and find a way that we can connect going forward. Oh, by the way, we're going to get some stuff out to you real soon. Promise. We're going to add some some chattel, add some, some swag uh, to the mix because we want you guys to show off your conversational assistances. And have a little fun with it as well. So we got t-shirts. I've got um, buttons someplace around here. we got some things we've been gathering and we've been sort of missing getting them out to you guys. We're going to do that fairly, fairly soon. Promise. Mean it. Now, the fun stuff for the day. Wrapping up on this conversational program with some fun stuff. Starting off with birthdays. We always start with birthdays. And today we're celebrating the birthday of Sally Field because we like her. We really, really like her. Sally Field, the big birthday we're celebrating for this November the 6th. Also, showing history on this day, on the 6th of November in 1861, 
James Naismith, the inventor of basketball, was born in Ontario, Canada. Two births. We have uh, James Naismith, the doctor James Naismith, put some respect on his name, the man who invented basketball in Canada, uh, which is now a global phenomenon that is overtaking and is one of my, my more favorite sports to watch on the television and live, actually, if, if you will. And today, let's make a celebration that's going to be fairly easy to get because I don't know how you can't find any of these anyplace. Nacho Day. Today we are celebrating Nacho Day, the love of nachos. Now, it's, we recognize it on November the 6th as more or less the birth, if you will, of nachos. History tells us that Ignacio Nacho Anaya created this nacho dish in 1943. According to his son, nacho was a matra d at the El Marudo restaurant in Pradas Niras. Uh, one evening after the kitchen staff had left, a group of U.S. Army wives stationed in Fort Duncan in Eagle Pass came to the restaurant after a long day of shopping. They were hungry, asked for a snack. That snack turned out to be um, chips fried up very hard with some nacho melted cheese on top, and your nachos were born. Happy birthday to the nacho. Get you the nachos on this day. And get you um, get you some happiness on this day. Get you some fun this day. Get you a good day. It's Monday, November the 6th, 2023. Daylight savings time or daylight standard time, whichever one it is, happened over the weekend. So you had an extra hour yesterday, and now you're sort of feeling the effects of thinking, shouldn't I be someplace now? Because that's basically what happens. No, you have a little extra time. So, or technically by now you should figure out what time it is. So you get on get on the stick for that one. But enjoy your day. Enjoy your extra hour that was yesterday, and enjoy the extra darkness you will see in the morning for the next couple of weeks. As you know, the sun does its thing. Enjoy. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Email us and let us know what you did enjoy and didn't enjoy. And make sure you follow us on the feeds to let us know what stories you would like to enjoy us to talk about or you hate so much we should talk about them as well. Make sure you're staying uh, hydrated and limber and also on task for all the grand things you need to enjoy. And enjoy your Monday. Hopefully it'll be a grand one. We want to see you tomorrow for another great day, another outstanding day. Eight stories on the docket for your Tuesday. We'll get to those, so check out the feed. See what we have going on right now. See what stories you want to vote up as conversational. And we'll do this again tomorrow, coming down live at 5.50 a.m. Central Time with things you might not have heard.